check, check. One, two, one, two. We recording, KP. Man, we are recording, guys. Welcome to Project Mindset, the most uplifting podcast on the planet. I am your host, Kevin Sturdivant, a.k.a. Coach Kevion. This is episode 21. We are flying along, and we got an inspiring show for you guys today. If you're not up on this brand, definitely check it out. The brand is called Iconic. The dudes are named Mark Brazil and Jeff Cole. Check out my dude Mark Brazil at Mark Brazil at Cole, C-O-L-E on Insta. These guys are making it happen. True definitions of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Before Iconic, they were with a couple different brands and at the end of the day, you know, Jeff as a, a, an incredible artist. Check out his art game, it's insane. Mark with really just that, that extraordinary ability to, to sell, to hustle, to run and operate a business. They both have their unique skill sets. They were both friends from back in the day, moving around at different companies. And at the different companies they would go to, they just kept experiencing the same problem of not really having the opportunity to shine, not really having the opportunity of being able to grow or, or really be, be seen for their, for their true value. So these dudes decided to take matters into their own hands and they found they found a space they found an opportunity to to make a difference with the the art game and it started off with really just uh, taking a kind of a famous artist that they were working with and kind of managing and putting his art on canvases and that has shifted into creating the new brand of motivational art um, check them out. You know, it, it was it was really cool to to hear how it started off small, making a thousand bucks here, two thousand bucks here, and then in March of just I believe last year, uh, they made a shift from a regular Squarespace website to Shopify, and when they did that, they went from a couple G's a month to four hundred thousand in one month. And finishing last year around eight million in sales, I had an opportunity to go and check out their whole operation, to meet their their crew. The vibes were crazy. The story is insane. Uh, and and you know we're we're shifting the dynamic of these podcasts now. We're we're not going too in depth with with the whole story as much as we are just really getting into the heart and the minds of what these guys are all about. This is the first time we've interviewed two people at the same time. So uh, I had a lot of fun just meeting these guys and, and, and seeing and hearing and learning their vision as well as what they see for the future. And uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. So without further ado, let's meet Mark Brazil, Jeff Cole, the legends behind Iconic. Let's go. First of all, thank you guys for doing this. I just want 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 to just make some noise thank for you, Jeff and Mark. Yeah, Let's go. go. Welcome, welcome to the office. Thank you guys. It's beautiful. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of when I first met my lady. I had a similar view here. Apartment and office. Bootstrap in the beginning, That's fellas. It. Bootstrap life. I can feel the energy in here. Let's go. Yeah. So, I, man, so many times with with studying people who have excelled. And it might look fast, right? But the reality is 
so much happened before the, the takeoff because the, the, the missile launched was that that was when you when you switched to Squarespace to Shopify was Correct. was yes. March in 2017. March right? 2017 is when it started. Yes. 2018. That was your first full year. Correct. And yep. it's gone nuts. Yep. Right. So it might look like it was fast, but but tell us like what happened before what, what happened like what was the defining moment that had you just but before this was an official takeoff that had you realize like Fuck, we got to do something man like we got to do something else what was that moment that that got you guys to creating this uh, it was a compilation of a lot of things um luckily for me i met jeff about eight or nine years ago he's the only real quote-unquote designer i've worked with uh, we've had a great working relationship and worked at multiple companies together, uh, always under incentivized, always underutilized. Mm. I was always the number two or the three. Um, I really never thought that like my true talent was shown, and for sure Jeff's wasn't. And, and you guys were working at the same companies together a same, lot of times. Yeah. Same yeah. companies. So it was like a package deal. I was actually working. He was working for me in the beginning. Well, and I then was he, in college. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we were just part of companies where we just didn't believe in the vision. And, you know, at our core, I think above all, me and Jeff are grinders, hard yeah. workers. And when that's not exemplified throughout the whole entire organization with everybody, mm. it's, it's tough to stay motivated. Right. And uh, we always push the pace. Um, and we were with this hack company, Melon. And basically, we just weren't in a good position from like uh, being incentivized. Right. So then we moved on to another company. That's where we actually moved here. And then we came up with this concept, Iconic. Uh, basically, I was managing an artist that was doing, you know, $15,000, $20,000 pieces of art. Right. And everyone that was emailing me couldn't afford the art. Yeah. So I saw some white space in the art market. Uh, we dropped a limited edition print and made a good amount of money. So I was like, wow, there's a huge hole in the price point art market. Mm. And then Jeff, he can kind of tell you the, the spot that he saw. Yeah, break it down. Yeah, um, so all the attention obviously was on you know social media, and we were just sitting there in Carlsbad, San Diego, just miserable. You know, I'm from Chicago. He's from New yeah. York. Both city guys. Carlsbad. Yeah. That's like Shout for out the listeners Carlsbad. who don't know. I mean, you got you got San Diego. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you got Orange County. Yeah. And then Carlsbad is just kind of this yeah, spot the, in the, the middle slowest that you place drive on earth. Through. The slowest place on earth. Let's yeah. call it. We were at Nikes and Jordans. They were sandals there, so yeah. we, it was not the right look. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, we were just sitting down. Kind of, it was like time. You could tell like there was like something in the air that me and him were just like, all right, like we got to think of something like for me and you to do on our own. And and how long were you at that company and doing iconic at the same time? So. So I was at the company and I had basically, I actually just got a tattooed on my wrist, $3,500. Mm. It came a point in time, it was about 2015, late 2015, where I asked for a raise and I was straight up told I wasn't worth $3,500. Wow. And that was a moment that for me, um, put me into a whole other psychotic, um, self-educating mode. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a reader, but that just made me read more and educate myself even more. Uh, I had left the company to go with this other company. Jeff stayed on for a bit. Uh, and then we came up with this idea, Iconic. And then we were actually in this office working for another company. And it was from five in the morning till eight in the morning. And then six o'clock till night. The second he left at six o'clock, that was the best moment of the day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. me and Jeff did $2 million part-time. Me, Jeff, another guy, and then his 16-year-old brother that we paid a quarter to process the orders and we gave him some free shoes. Wow. So anybody out there that thinks that 
there's no time to do something, you're full of shit. Yeah. Uh, you guys you made the time to yep. just, we got, it sounds like you were just at a, at a place where you're working at these other companies and you're not, the companies just weren't really seeing your value and you had to take matters into your own hands. For sure. Yeah. I think that, you know, being a part of a lot of other organizations, now we know what we don't want to do and what we do want to do. And now, you know, when we hire people, we always ask them, you know, what do you want in life? What's your mm. vision? Um, what makes you happy? You know, what do you think you could be the best in the world at? They yeah. tell us that. And then we reverse engineer all their goals, their incentives, everything like that bonuses right. into that. You That's know, awesome. our video guy was like, hey, I want to go to Hawaii. So what do we do for his Christmas bonus? We send him all expenses trip to Hawaii. That's and, awesome. and, you know, we were in that spot where, you know, we didn't feel like, you know, we were appreciated. Right. And, you know, from now until however big Iconic gets, you know, me and Jeff are on the same page. That's how we want to to run our yeah. organization. Yeah. And making sure that the people you have on your squad, they know that they're valued. For sure. Yeah. That's we awesome. fucking love our team, bro. Yeah. Everybody, I, I think everyone feels loved. We don't even have quote unquote titles in our company. Right. There's no yeah. CEO. Uh, we're co-founders. No one has titles. That's awesome. It's just a group of people getting a bunch of shit done. Yeah. And that's just something that I think forever will have that. That's tight, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So let's, let's wind it back even further then, right? I think for so many of us, there's like a childhood moment or, or moments that like really defines our future. Something happens. Maybe it was really positive. Yeah. Maybe it was really negative. What do you feel like for each of you guys, like what was your defining moment where you told yourself this thing and it shaped your future? What was it for you? I got mine. You can, you can go yours next. For me, it definitely was uh, growing up, I was a big soccer player. Okay. So I played soccer, you know, almost every day. I didn't go to school on Fridays. I was traveling. Uh, my club team was nationally ranked. So we, you know, would go all, you know, to other countries yeah. all over the place and play. And uh, I'm Brazilian, so it was like in my blood. And basically for my school team, um, I just, the coach didn't like me. And mm. I always had a lot of talent, but I maybe didn't have that same work ethic I have now. And you know, I did well in JV my, my, my freshman year. And then my sophomore year, I actually didn't even make varsity. And some of my friends had made varsity. Wow. Which pissed me the fuck off. And then junior year, I was on varsity. And we did pretty good. And then that summer, they had a list and it was the players to watch for next year. Mm. It was right after my junior year. And people on my own team that I knew I was better than, and then people in the circuit that I knew I was better on was on that list. Damn. I was sitting at the kitchen table with my mom. That day, that pissed me the fuck off. Why didn't you make the list? Quite frankly, it was my own fault. <laughs> ah. I was super talented, but I didn't put in you know, the work that was really necessary, and the coach didn't like me, but I blame it on myself. I always yeah. blame it on myself. I didn't put in that work. And then starting that day, something just flicked in my head that I just went crazy with training. Mm. Every single day I was training, every single day. So and in then, that moment, like, what did, you, what, what did you tell yourself, right? Because I feel like there's something that we tell ourselves in mm -hmm. those defining, defining moments. You know you're good, you know you got game, but because you didn't put in the work, you didn't yep. put in the, enough effort, what do you, say, what do you think the one-liner was like? I got to prove these motherfuckers wrong. That was it for me. Yeah. I'm a prove them wrong type right. guy when people challenge me. Mm. And um, I wasn't as developed as I am now where I need to prove stuff to myself. Yeah. It was more like proving them. And that season, we went as far as we had ever gone. I made all county. You know, I got D1, D1 offers for school. And I just, 
I knew then that anytime I put my mind to someone, yeah. something and put in that work, right. then I was going to get what I wanted. That's, That's awesome. when I'll always remember that all county dinner. I, it was the first time I was like, wow, like, you know, my parents had always told, always told me like, believe in myself and shit like right. that. And you know, my dad was a super hard worker, yeah. but that was the first time where I was like, wow, you know, I said I wanted something and yep. I fucking did it. Yeah. And uh, I think that was kind of the genesis for like me as a human. Right. So that's something I always look back on. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I like that. How about for you? Oh, man, for me, well, see, I've been growing up doing art my whole entire life. So I, I've been doing private art classes probably since I was like seven. Wow. So after school, my mom would drive me to art classes very early age. It's almost like walking now. Um, so I majored in illustration. I went and to. Did they. Did your parents influence you to do art, or you just kind of picked yeah? But it that, up? that I mean, at that age, I don't even know. Like, it, I was doing art as long as I can remember. Mm. So it was kind of just like growing up, walking. It's just a thing I did. You know what I mean? And I was always the best art class. I was known as the art kid growing up. You know, stereotypical stuff. Yeah. Um, majored in illustration. Uh, went to the University of Arizona. I was a terrible student. I think I failed like half of my classes, and there was this one class, so I majored in illustration and um, with a kind of focus on figure drawing. Mm. And I missed over 50% of that class. And technically, when you miss 50%, you fail automatically. Just not showing up? Not showing up. Hated school. Where were you, Jeff? Partying. I was partying. <laughs> I was a big party. I was in a frat. Um, okay. Out here. But yeah. Um, beer bumps. Yeah. I missed 50%. One day, I went in. Um, and the teacher went up to me. She's like, hey, like, I need to speak to you after class. I'm like, oh, God, fuck. Yeah. I'm fucked. Um, so I wait. I meet with her. She's like, listen, you missed 50% of the class, so technically you fail. And I've never failed in art class yeah. before. I've always got an A, best art school, art, art student. Um, she's like, listen, draw with me after school, and I'll give you an A. Nice. So I'm like, oh, this seems like a sweet deal, right? So we're drawn. It's just me, her and basically a model okay so it's um you know a nude model so we were drawing okay, for about like an hour I never or two. Heard, i never heard this version Keep going. <laughs> yeah Keep we were drawing for about an hour or two and we finish and it's probably one of the best figure drawings i've ever made i'm really yeah. proud of myself she comes up she starts ripping it up wow just ripping it up How old are you? and i'm devastated i was around 22 i think okay. 22 years old so i'm devastated I'm like like why did you do that she's like you're gonna end up going on and creating better things. She's like, you cannot get complacent. You know, you can't rest on your laurels. And basically she's like, I believe in you. I think this is what we can do for the rest of your life. Like you need to take it seriously. Like take this as like a learning, a learning moment. Right. And now it was, was like, this after the first time like that this you is, guys- This was the first time in my life I've ever failed at art. But was this the first time that she, she said, come do art with me after, after class. And it was just you guys one-on-one -on -one and then the new model. Yeah. And so in her, I'm just trying to figure out, did she plan to, to do this to, yeah. no matter how, how good or bad it was, she was going to rip this up. She was going to See, like, that I don't know. That I don't know. Because um, it seems like she had this as yeah. like a part of her plan. Like, you this know sounds what? like a, a scene from Goodwill Hunting. Right? <laughs> no, it was, it was really interesting. You know, it was really interesting through. because, you know, since I was seven, I was always known as that kid. Shout out to her. You yeah. what's, what was that teacher's name? I don't. Actually, I was looking it up today. I tried to look. Change your life, dude. Jeez, yeah. Jeff. Um, <laughs> but no, that... That, Jeez, that was a huge turning point um, in my art career. And why, I was like, why was that? Because up to then, I didn't take art as serious okay. as I should. And I, I knew I always had it. You know, Growing up, I always had it. But she kind of was like, all right, you got to stop fucking around. Like, you're really good. And, That's cool. And, um, and then, of course, 
another thing huge happened. Um, my family was hit with a lawsuit. Uh, we lost our house. Wow. We lost all our money. My dad went to prison. Damn. So I had to sell all my shit, wow. all my belongings, and then I had to buy a computer to start learning how to design on the computer. Yeah. So that and that actually all happened in the same year. Wow. And that kind of what like made me go psycho, yeah. work, work ethic-wise. And then a couple of years later, he met, met Mark. When he met me, he was in debt from yeah. that. And I've seen him. Go from in debt. I've seen. Yeah, it. he's. Yeah, he met me. I've I think when my dad. Wow. When, yeah, when crazy. when um the lawsuit was going on. You had to really step in for yeah. your pops. Yep. Yeah, the family. Help. I was the only. I'm the oldest. Okay. Um, who was home? So, I, you know. And we talked to his dad often. Wow. And he's, and he's gonna be out soon. Amazing. He's like he's like the cheerleader from the yeah, sidelines. Eight years ago. Yeah. Eight. Wow. Yeah, it's it's been eight or nine years Man. since he's been gone. Since I met Mark, yeah. it's all wow. that whole year was just like kind of start of my life. You have this experience where you're, you're you're messing around, you know, you're partying, you're not really maximizing your potential. You know, the teacher comes in and she's like, "Rips my shit." What up. are you doing, man? Yeah. You you can make it. And so in that same moment of her impressing th- this energy, this belief into you, everything happens at home. So what what, what did you tell yourself in that moment? It kind of was a, a light switch, to be honest. Like, when your life gets flipped like that, like mm-hmm. 180 degrees, I remember right when everything happened. And, and the art thing, when she ripped up my stuff, like, I got it, but I was so young, and I was like, you know, yeah, like, I, okay, I cool. it definitely, it definitely um, changed me a lot. But right. the thing that happened with, you know, my family definitely was, like, the where I actually went psycho. Like, yeah. literally, I think the second I found out, the next morning, I literally sold everything, got a computer, downloaded Adobe Creative Suite, mm. started doing logos, put my portfolio on Craigslist, got freelance clients. And I was doing this, I was on the computer probably for like 12 to 14 hours a day in my right. basement by myself. Wow. I got pulled out of college, so I was doing this full time, just freelancing. All my friends are in college, they're partying, and I'm at home just like going 100 miles per hour and that's when we, you know, we met. That's so. awesome, man. That's really cool. So what do you think the quality is, right? Because when shit happens mm-hmm. and we face adversity, right? I think there's always two ways to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can really fall off and, and dig yourself an even deeper hole mentally. Mm-hmm. You can fall off in, into addictions because you're mm-hmm. feeling empty yeah. and you're trying to fulfill it with something else. When, when shit happens, it's very common that it's like you go one way or the yeah. other. Well, I, I saw this as an, an excuse to go all in, right? Okay. So That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Like, what do you think the quality is that It was almost like it was a calling. Have? I was like, oh, my God, like, my teacher just told me this. Like, now this happens. Like, I just knew what to do right mm-hmm. away. And, like, some people in that situation might not know what to do. They yeah. might not have a passion for art. You know, they might not have grown up doing something where right. they can flip a switch the next day. So what was you know, the I one, did. What was the one quality then of why you moved to the light and not the darkness? In that moment, if there were one quality of what you possessed at that time, what would you say that quality is? I think it was just to get it all back. Yeah. To get it all back. Yeah. yeah. And what would you say your that you what would you say your quality is that, you know, we, we know what the statement is of I'll I'll show you. Yep. You know? I mean, I just think it's a, it's a complete self-belief, mm-hmm. which is based on two things. Um, work ethic. Yep. I just know I'm just going to outwork anybody. And then the second thing is definitely um, my skill set, which is directly correlated to learning. 
I am constantly learning. Mm. I am constantly reading. I mean, we were speaking before this. I learned a ton. I'm always learning every yeah. single day. I'm going to learn something from everybody. And that's the, the mindset and the mentality that I have. And if you're continually evolving and continually learning, nothing scares yeah. me. Like right. if, you know, if we're on Facebook and, you know, the algorithm changes and like, you know, it dips, the return on ad spend dips. Okay. It dipped for everyone else. Right. I think my team is more skillful and is going to learn and adapt quicker than everybody else. Mm. So I'm going to get on the horse quicker than everybody else. Mm. So it's just, uh, it's an utter obsession to learning and then a work ethic, and I think last, but is probably the most important, is my team and who I surround myself with. That's awesome. You know, it's like Jeff, I, I love him like a brother. Yeah. My whole entire team, I love them like family. I spend, you know, it's like, it's weird to think that like, Austin's my camera guy, he's 20 years old. I talk to him the third most amount yeah. that I talk to any human on this planet. Right. My mother, Jeff, and Austin. and Austin. How fucking crazy is What's that? What's up, Austin? I got this 20-year-old yeah, yeah. guy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I definitely think that you can definitely attest to it, um, especially you know, now you know, married and have kids. Like, that's who you surround yourself with. Yeah. You know? But think about that recipe. Like, that, that, that is a fail-proof recipe. Yep. I'm going to learn, learn, yeah. learn. I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm going to yep. dig, dig in whatever it is. I'm going to learn my way out of it. I'm going to learn yep. my way into it. I'm going to yeah. learn my way above it. And then secondly, uh, I have absolute belief in myself. I yep. know I can do it. And then thirdly, keeping myself around the right squad. That's yeah, a powerful man. recipe. Yeah. It is. The, I think that people sorely get confused, especially in this market with social media, that the only thing that I say is defensible in the market is skill. Yeah. If you have a skill that is a skill that people want, you will get anything you fucking want. Mm -hmm. That is in demand. If you know how to sell houses, people are going to want to hire you to sell right. their house, plain and simple. Yep. So I, I always go back to just reinvest in yourself and develop a skill, and that will be defensible against anybody. The network versus network thing, I get it. But you need to have the skills to execute it or else right. you're not going to be able to do shit. Yeah. I always say that. That's powerful. Yep. That's awesome, man. So what would you say that unique gift is that, that, that you apply to business, right? And I think you, I think you told me already. But I know if there's something else, yeah. right? What is that thing that you do where it's like, if that's the one thing that you've got that is more valuable than anything else that you bring to the table in, in business? Can I say yours? Maybe you say each other's. Yeah. Let's see. Let's no, see. I'd say it. What do you say? This could be interesting. Yeah, no, this is no one. Yeah, I think. I've never heard this before. Let's, see, let's hear this. He doesn't give me compliments, actually. <laughs> I All think, I do is hear yeah, hate. I think his is strategy and persistence. Okay. He's the most strategic dude I've ever met in my mm. life. And literally. And when you say strategy, like, what does that look like? He just knows how to go to war. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing yeah. with that, just to, to touch on that, is I think. A lot of people don't have patience mm. and I will, people are like, Hey, why haven't you done this? Mm. I don't go to war with the gun. If I know the bazooka is coming, right? I wait for the bazooka and then I fucking destroy my opponents. Yeah. So many people are just, they, they want to win today. Right. When I know I have something coming that the wars, I've already won the war when right. I get, when I get that person behind me. So right. for me, I, that just goes back to yeah. the patience thing, but you know, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. So strategy and persistence. persistence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he will get any mini, any meeting he wants whenever he wants. 
Like, I did I did door to door sales yeah. from Compton to Beverly Hills to the Inland Empire. No money, all commission, a year straight. That. Dead fucking broke yeah. in my shitty ass fucking Toyota Corolla, yeah. eating beef jerky and water. And I fucking love that shit. Yeah, man. I remember I remember that shit all the fucking time. Yeah. So That's and awesome. you could get a meeting with anyone the fuck you want. Let's right. make that clear too. From a right. persistence perspective, you can get anything you want, just keep going and going and going. And I don't so stop. The question is, are you going to be able to move it forward after that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes back to uh, an experience. Yeah. Experience. I, I think that, that's another thing yeah. people sorely misunderstand. They, right. they underestimate that so much. Yeah. I see a lot of like, you know, a lot of young people or just people in general, they want to do this meeting right? Hey, can we sit down? Hey, can we do this? And you, you can tell that there isn't enough screwing anything up to make that meeting worth worthwhile. It's just the reality. I would rather do a meeting with somebody who has been racking their brain, hitting their head up against the yep. wall. I've been trying this. I've been trying this. I've been trying. I tried it 3,000 times and I yep. can't figure it out. Would you be open to me grabbing a cup of coffee with you? Yep. I look at that story. I'm like, damn, dude. Yep. Let me try to shed some light on that. Versus Hey, da, 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 da. and you know, I just wanted to see. I have this idea, and it's like, man, there's nothing. There, there's no real meat on the bones of that idea because mm-hmm. you haven't taken the time. First of all, that's a wrong approach. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What's that's Jeff? A, that's just the wrong approach. Unique. Oh yeah. Um, Ninja Jedi gift. I mean, I just think it's it's his is very simple. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think he's the best designer in the world. It's not even fucking close. Uh, I think the the final output is better than anybody else's, um, and he works faster than everybody else, mm. and he works harder than everybody else. So imagine this superhuman that has the best product. Yeah. He works harder than you, and he works faster than you. Yeah. I hate him. He fucked my life up. I can't hire any of the designers. Yeah. They all suck. Right. We did find a new guy though. Shout out Alex if you're watching us. He's good. New guy. What's up, Alex? Um, finally, finally. Yeah. I, I he um, yeah. yeah, and you know what's funny too is. He doesn't even know this, but he also has a, a prove them wrong mentality too. Mm. I did a ch- I checked him last night actually. I didn't like his last couple pieces, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, I haven't seen that." F-. And then today, dropped that fire. Yeah, he dropped that fire on me. Yeah. So would um, you say because you guys are both high in your abilities of your personal belief? Yep. Would you say that you're also coachable? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. coach me. Yeah, for sure. Right. We done That's it. What we're doing. We done it. Let's doing go. It. Coachable. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm. Uh, I don't need any compliments. Right. I only want people to tell me what's wrong, and I want to get better. Yeah. All I want to do is learn. Because um, I've noticed some certain people, it's like they take it personal. It's like, man. I don't give yeah. it. No, man. Self awareness. Lo- I'm more than happy with even whether it's my kid, my wife, or a newbie on my team. What we 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 do this thing around the office where we ask permission because some they say coaching <laughs> when it's not requested oh is taken God. as criticism. So, Get those you know, people out of there. Come on. <laughs> we'll ask, hey, uh, are you open to some coaching? Yeah. And I'll do this all over the place. You know, I'll do this with somebody that I even, you know, I just met because I typically, I'm wearing a coach hat a lot. Like, yeah. Are you open to some coaching? And if they give you the permission, then it's that opportunity to just freaking yank the carpet from underneath their feet. And it can be so powerful. You know, and I've had, I remember my aunt, um, she did this to me. I was like 23 years old. My, my father got sentenced to 20 years when I was six, six years old. And he was, he was a beast. My dad passed away when he was 50, but he was just like the ultimate, the ultimate hustler, you know, but 
a little too confident in, in a lot of ways, I think. And one day my aunt says, hey, are you open to some coaching? And I'm like, oh, sure. She's like, have you ever considered how arrogant and conceited you sound when you talk? And I was like, oh, what? Oh. Yeah. And it was amazing for me. She's like, it's just like your father. Yeah. Like, Damn, that hurt. But it gave me, you know, this was um, some 14, 13 years ago or something. And it gave me the ability to really, like, look at who I was being when communicating. And I always thought about her telling me that all the time. You know, and I think if, if, if we could all learn to be more coachable and open to coaching, uh, we'll all get so much further. I just yeah. think it, it, it all is relying on, you know, who's the source that's telling you. Is, it, sure. someone, is it someone that you mm-hmm. respect? Is it your family? Yes, like, absolutely. For me, you know, I want to win. Yeah. I, I want to win. So for me, it's like, if you wanted to get like, you're winning. So if you're telling me, of course I'm going to listen. Yeah. So, I mean, for someone in your organization, if they're trying to learn real estate and they don't want to get coached by you, yeah. I would fire them. Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. For sure. You know? Yeah. So, um, definitely coachable. I just want to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, it's a little more tough, especially with artists. Cause we're literally creating something that's yeah. part of us. So yeah. that took me a long time to kind of um, craft um, and I'll help you know to Gary V because right. he he really taught me to literally be emotionless towards my art, so it how feels did, good. How did that, now. How did that um, connection come about with Gary V? Um, we always say we pulled a Gary on a Gary, uh, gave him value, and then uh, we came back yeah. six months later and asked for it. So basically, long story short, uh, Jeff did his uh, logo and branding for Vayner Media, okay, and uh, for Vayner Sports, excuse me. And they asked how much, we said nothing. Six months later, I hit my contact. I say, hey, we're disciples of Gary. Here's the last six months of revenue. Get me 10 minute meeting. Wow. Get a 10 minute meeting. A week later, that 10 minute meeting turns into an hour. And he's like, wow. Sick. And he goes, yo, come to New York. He goes, come to New York next week. We go to New York, we stay with him all day, all night. He's like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? It was a little so. different than asking to buy him coffee. Right. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Providing <laughs> value. It's value. So value what's the, what's, what's the biggest insight you've learned from your time with, with the man? Um, I think two things. Um, and it's funny because we were just talking about um, like not drinking and right. this, this whole entire bet that I'm doing. I've You're on a 30-day bet. 30 no days. No drinking. No drinking, clean food, intermittent fasting from 11 to 7, no sex, talk to my parents every day, read four books for the month. Yeah. Jeff actually threw in some money. He's going to lose. Idiot. <laughs> talk it's to an investment. It was a great investment. Our company's <laughs> revenue and EBITDA is going to go up. Yeah. It actually was a calculated bet. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Um, but with Gary, going back to that, it's just there's levels to, to, um, to work ethic. Mm-hmm. And like for me, you know, if I have – you know, I'm working from seven o'clock to nine o'clock. Right. He actually shits on me. Wow. He was, we went and did Ask Gary V at a, it was about maybe eight, 8.30 on Friday okay. night. The second we were done, he had his next meeting, he had three meetings at night Damn. on a Friday night. So, I mean, I work weekends, I work long hours, but to, and you know, I'm, a lot of the times I'm, I'm working, 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 and then it's like a casual work. Yeah. He is from 5.15 to 5.30, he's got a meeting, he's got a meeting at 5.30 to 6. It's like. He might be, the only time that he does it to himself is while he's taking a shit or pissing. Right. So uh, with him, work ethic. And then the really good thing with him is he can give, you know, we meet with him and, you know, we'll meet with him for an hour and he'll say one thing. Mm. Like when you're, you know, doing an ad, made it, make it native to that platform. So when you're mm. talking to them, say, instead of saying, hey, whoever, say, hey, Instagram. Like Got small it. little shit like that. Yeah. yeah. We take it and run with it. 
That's awesome. So that's for me. With and, he, and he does everything in one take. Yeah. And it's insane how he just thinks of things and just says it in one take perfectly more better than anyone. And just <laughs> like, whoa. He's a beast. That's yeah, awesome, beast. man. So let's talk about your, your pregame process, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's how you start your day or whether it's b- before you go into, you're about to, you're about to make a, a huge pitch or maybe it's before you go into your, your, your design pitch strategy like what do you do and how do you prep yourself for that home run well one we don't prep for meetings so yeah. you don't we don't really zero have prep. Prep. Zero prep zero why is that no we don't we don't not prep stuff no we do like you know we prepare the decks and everything sure. but we'll be in the uber we'll both have our headphones on we won't even talk to each other mm. we don't do anything I, for me it's music i don't even know what the hell you're doing in so there that's your pregame yeah for me it's just that's your, pre- your prep is not prepping you listen yeah. to music listen to music yeah. But then it's just it's it's ultimately knowing um, what you want the end outcome to be, and mm-hmm. then just being super fluid, super strategic, and then just kind of taking it where it goes. I don't yeah. think that um, having goals and an ultimate outcome is where yeah. you want to be, but having a plan on how to get there, I think in this world that's ever changing so quick yeah. is just irrelevant. And you can go into a meeting, and like one of the first things you know I always ask is like, "Hey, what do you want? What do you want out of this?" Mm. And I don't even you don't even know what's going to happen, so. We don't really plan much. That might sound you like ask we don't them plan. what always. do they want out of this? Yeah, I always it. do that. So for us, so, it's value so first. You, and... So your pregame is very simple, right? It's be present, and it's make it about whoever you're meeting with versus yeah. your own agenda. And it's always immediately after the meeting. It's it's value value value. I mean, it's always value. It's it's, it's, awesome. it's the Gary one on one. It's yeah. all entire. It's, it's always about which value. is the exact opposite of how I think a lot of people are <sighs> trying to get meetings. Which is how can you help me? How can I take some of your time? So right? outrageously, yeah. How just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I just don't understand it because the right people out there are preaching this message, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just basic general human yeah. psychology. If I get you a good gift, if I give you value, if I connect you with someone, then I'm not going to say you owe me something, right. but the deck is in your favor. Like, what do yeah. you mean? Of course you have Absolutely. the leverage. I like being in situations where I have the leverage everywhere. It's awesome. So I don't know why anyone that can really think about that would yeah. not give value first. Makes no sense. That's awesome, man. So let me ask you this. This is about th- this question. I always think about in terms of like, I think a lot of Young go-getters or other entrepreneurs, they might look at it and they'd be like, damn, I'm just superheroes. That's incredible. You know, mm-hmm. where are you still battling? Like, where do you still have fear, resistance, doubt? And like, where might you be in fear or playing small? And what are you doing to like overcome that fear and resistance? Um I would say a big thing that I learned uh, from Scooter and mm-hmm. actually from my own team is, uh, is vulnerability. Um, just being open about my failures. And, you know, I wasn't even comfortable with getting on the camera, like yeah. showing my face. Quite frankly, even on some of my pictures, I like cover my face. My whole entire team makes fun of me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, we do. So they, they do, they do it all the time. They, they try and make bets with me to not do it. So I'm still like, this is still weird for me. This right. is still weird getting DMs, telling people I've changed their lives. Yeah. Like, speaking at conferences and like people like, telling me that, that I've changed their lives. Like, yeah. to me, that's just like, blows my fucking mind. Right. And like, I'll just forever, always answer everybody, always see anybody, give anybody a chance. And I'll never, I'll never get, let it get to my head. I right. love that shit. It's like, 
but that's been the battle, right? Is being out because I get what I get for you is like you're you're like let me show you with let, let my let me let my actions speak for themselves, not mm-hmm. like let me put myself out there. But you know, you're letting your work speak. And that actually kind of goes into my my second thing is, you know, focus and giving my time to the right things. Mm-hmm. That as the company Ooh, has grown, yeah. Jeff yeah. knows this is like my weakness. This is a big weakness of this. Is you know, what do I do when it's someone that I've known for a long time that says, hey, can you can you give me five minutes to help me right. with this? Or, hey, can I take a five-minute meeting with you? Yeah. It's those minutes add up. And then at what point is the reason why you want my five minutes is because you value what I'm doing and what yeah. I've established. And then the more I give that time away where I'm not building the thing that you ultimately respect me for, right. then you can, you can lose that. So yeah. it's having the balance between, you know, giving back and helping people, which I'm super passionate about. I love it. Um, and then actually growing something that, you know, that needs to be there to then feed the rest of my life, to be honest with you without, I think having the business and iconic as a backbone validates everything else. So Mm. time management and vulnerability are the two things that I'm scared slash suck at. Yeah. What's it for you, Jeff? Um, you know, I I wouldn't say I'm like scared of anything because like I'm doing what I love every day Yeah. and it's almost like I have this like irrational sense of confidence towards what I love. So I'm just not scared of, of like art disappointing me because this is what I've chose to do every day. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's true to you. Yeah. It's just like, Jeff, give him an answer. That's not a fucking answer, bro. (laughs) What are you scared of? bro? I want to know the answer. We're going to get this on the phone. You're not cutting this shit. Let's go. I mean, building a brand is scary. Yeah. Um, you know, every day me and Mark wake up, we're doing this all for the first time. Like, me and Mark don't have experience running a company, but right. we're just going to get up every day and do the best we can at it. Um, I mean, it's just, it's like having a baby, you know, you, you know, if he wants to go play out with his friends, you just got to trust you, grew, you know, you grew him up the right way. Yeah. Like, scared of the unknown. Yeah. yeah um, yep. But yeah, I mean, growing a brand is just scary um, in general. Um, but I, I'm honestly, I don't have that many many scared moments so i'm talking about so on the flip side without being humble why does this why did you guys kill it like why did this product in the last year just boom what did you psychotic fucking work ethic bro nobody cares work harder one of our favorite pieces Mm -hmm. i think that's what it comes down to yep i cannot stress enough we did two million dollars part time right Part fucking time. You got yeah. no excuses. I just think it's it's psychotic work ethic combined with talent and strategy. Um, patience is the other thing. I think patience aligns with strategy. Yeah. But I mean, when you have psychotic, I mean, when all those things get added up, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's a recipe yeah. for a win. It was just like a deadly storm that was just brewing for a while and just hit. And you found you found a space, right? Who yeah. else was making? We're we're in this time where yep. people are posting mm-hmm. motivational stuff. Like I'm really yeah. stoked about this time yep. because I've been in motivational life coaching yep. for, and it's funny because way before I even knew both of you guys, mm-hmm. um, I was seeing the corner. I'm like, man, that's tight. Love it, bro. You know? I think that's another last thing to touch on is, uh, is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to this day, like there isn't a target demo or anything. Yeah. We're just putting out shit that we like, yeah. that awesome. our team likes, that we fuck with. Like if what we go all around. about how when you were look, you were kind of in it, you were kind of growing and you looked around and you're like, man, all the stuff that we are putting out is what's in our minds and what's in our hearts. Literally, I mean, I told you off camera before, I mean, we were sitting here, we were working, 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 and the only other stuff that we were doing was, you know, education-based content or movies like The Big Short or like Facebook. We were watching the Facebook movie. Yeah. I was sitting in the beanbag there, Jeff was sitting in the beanbag there, and then Sean Parker made that line about, you know, a million dollars isn't cool, you know it's cool, a billion. And then what happened? Jeff's like, fuck, that's dope. Goes to his computer, makes the piece, we put it out and we scale it. Wow. And that was all, and that was kind of the first motivational piece, right? Before that, it was more memes and it was art. Yep. But that was the first kind of where you're, where you're entering this field of like motivation. Uh, it wasn't the first one, but yeah. that, was, that was just one of them. That was, was one yeah. that like led into a collection yeah. that did really well. It was also but. challenging like to make motivation and positivity cool at first. Yeah. Because like I think Gary made, you know, positivity really cool. Yep. And like it's starting, like entrepreneurship is cool. So it's positivity is like on this rise and when we started it wasn't that cool and that was a thing i really wanted to do is like how do i make you know motivation cool yep. and, and i and that's where like my skill set came in this so, might not awesome. have won in a in a, a different generation yeah. yeah like now it's cool to read books for sure that's fucking wild yeah yeah when I think the more, too, that we can start to shift the idea of mental health as a, as a problem, yep. mental health is the same as physical health. I agree. You know what I mean? It's just making an awareness that our mind is where it all goes down. Like, and the more we can fill our mind with information that's moving forward, that's positive, that's uplifting, the better we'll do in life. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we buy into this shit. Yeah, this is for like, sure. I literally look at that piece and yeah, it keeps me going. Yeah. It's like it's wild. It's so. awesome, man. Well, I got to say, we absolutely appreciate the product that you guys are creating. You're putting you, out bro. to the world. Thank you. I'm going to be taking some of these home with me. Yeah. You definitely will. Rip it off the walls. Let's go. Last question. It's, it's your ultimate canvas, right? It's the one that truly defines both of your lives individually, right? What's that one final canvas? What's the canvas look yeah. like that really is an example of? Well, of just it, pick one of ours. Of it yeah. all. I mean, I have yeah, yeah, in my so room like I don't know how many pieces um, I've created over probably three or four hundred pieces, mm -hmm. and I only have one iconic piece in my room, and that's Outwork Everyone. Outwork Everyone. Outwork Everyone. Hey. Yeah. That is probably my favorite. It's a collab with uh, Tom Billia. Shout out, yeah. shout out Tom. Yeah, Tom. Shout out Tom. He's the man. But that one, that one fires me up. Like anytime we're like working late, I go back in my room and like I look at that, it just fires me up to do it again. Yeah. The next day awesome. grind it. But um that's awesome. Another one would be keep going, man. Like obviously throughout the two years of growing this company, there's been like some really dark days and some dark weeks and months. And that is like literally the only piece I look at and I'm like, it gets me every time. Right. Yeah. There's just a couple pieces that I like literally just like really cut to the core of yeah. me and like so those are like my two. Outwork that, everyone. That like get Keep me going. going. Yeah. 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 For me, my piece, we haven't done it yet. Jeff needs to do it. So now you definitely got to do it fast because this is coming out soon. And again, I have a problem where I'm getting these quotes and I love them and I get them tattooed yeah. on my body. Um, I've been <laughs> utterly obsessed with Kobe Bryant lately from, mm. his, from a mindset perspective yep. and then a work ethic perspective. 
his favorite quote um, that we don't, I don't even know what the creative's gonna look like, but it's rest at the end, not in the middle. Mm. And I love that shit. Rest um, at the end, not, not in the middle. Not in the middle. And that's like, for me, that's like where my mindset's at right now, where, you know, case in point was the Gary and Scooter thing. Right. People were giving us congratulations. Nah, I'm not gonna rest in my laurels. Fuck that shit. We have so much left to do. Um, so for me, like we haven't done shit yet, man. We are, you know, me and Jeff are, are very ambitious. Uh, our team is ambitious. Yeah. And for me, there's no, uh, you know, fucking take a month off. Type, right. None of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. We so, don't celebrate. It's not like we go to the club, pop a bottle. You're making us seem like. Ter- I mean, we <laughs> mini celebrations. We do. We're in a we're in a, a thirty day period. Right? We went out That's once why. one time. This yeah. I think this whole year and it was just for my birthday that we had to. So I don't know about him, but for me. Well, you're at this. I look, it, it, this is the first two years. They typically yep. say those first five. Yep. You know. That's where that that's that's in the grind season. Yep. Well, man, I really look forward to like continuing to just watch the growth, continuing to see you guys just put out product that's at the end of the day, it's changing the way people think. It's yep. giving people some powerful words with some powerful imagery, and it's it's causing people to think different. Dude, yeah. thank you for having this podcast. Absolutely. I think I think the mindset. I mean, our piece is mindset is everything. That's what, yeah. Tom, that's what Tom built you too. Yeah. And I think people, you have to win on the inside before you win on the outside. And the fact that you're doing this and, you know, I've watched other episodes and you're putting on really powerful people that have obviously powerful minds. I think you're doing fucking a lot for a lot of people. So shout, you, out, shout out, shout out to you. Let's go. Thank you for having us on. We did it, guys. Project Mindset episode 21 is a wrap. Major shout out to Mark Brazil and Jeff Cole of Iconic for coming on the show. Giving us some gems, giving us some heat, giving us some ahas. Looking forward to hearing and seeing you guys screenshot this. Write a little something for us of what you really gained. Tag us. KP and I greatly appreciate everybody teaching and sharing what we have to give to you guys with the world. And as always, question of the week. What is your value? Do you know your value and are you getting it? What's your value? Do you know your value and are you getting it? And if you're not, what are you doing about it? We believe that if you know what your true value is and you're going after it with everything you got, you will ultimately get it. But you gotta know what it is and you gotta ask for it. Stay focused, guys. We believe in you. We are inspired by you. Let's make it happen. Let's make 2019 the best year of our lives. Let's go. Say